0: Today we're continuing a series of episodes on the steps involved in a home construction project and today we're going to be talking about hiring an architect. Hi, my name is Chris Novelli. I am the owner and principal architect of N3 Architecture based out of Hopedale, Massachusetts. And welcome to the Home Design Academy podcast, where I help people understand design and construction so that they can make better decisions on their projects and communicate more effectively with their architects and contractors. So we're into episode 39 of the Home Design Academy podcast here. And today we are going to be discussing hiring an architect. But first, I want to talk a little bit more about the book release your Guide to Residential Design and Construction, What to Expect and Plan For. This is going to give you an in-depth guide to each phase of designing and building your custom home. I'm looking into having this book published in February of 2022. It's going to be both a PDF download from my website, or if you want a paperback version, it will be available on Amazon. Right now, though, you could go to n3architecture.com slash resources, and you'll find a uh, current PDF download, five tips to starting your project. Uh, so go and download that right now because those are five great tips. But I just also wanted to say, but by, by downloading this, you're also going to be subscribing to my email list. But don't worry, I don't spam your email like other people. I will, however, provide you with some tips uh, for your project along the way as well as stories from past projects that you can learn from And you're also going to get updates on when the book is ready for download or purchase on Amazon. I also want you to go to n3architecture.com for more details, or you can reach me on Instagram at n3architecture. So I'll see you there. All right, let's get into the main topic here. Last episode, we talked about the pre-planning phase where we talked about dreaming and the point that you raise your hand and some mistakes that people make. Today, we're going to be talking about actually getting started, about hiring an architect. So after you have made the decision to move forward, the next steps can be both exciting and intimidating. Even if you've been through a major, major project before, the best possible thing that you could do to have a successful project now at this time is to have a guide, someone that will help you through each of the phases. And that guide should be your architect. So the first step that you want to do before hiring an architect is to do your research. Look through the websites of local architects. Talk to friends. Talk to family that have worked with an architect before. Contact your local chamber of commerce to see if they have architect referrals. And search through social media. Uh, Again, don't be afraid to look outside of your region. There are a lot of architects that practice in multiple states or multiple uh, areas of a state, and they might travel for the right project. So you want to hire an architect that is familiar and experienced with designing for the local climate, and a local architect also might have better connections to the builders in your area. So for an example, uh, I'm here in Massachusetts, and if you have a project in Massachusetts, you might not want to hire an architect from Florida. Nothing wrong with architects from Florida, but they might not know or they might not be familiar with the type of, of building envelopes that this climate requires or the type of foundation systems that this climate requires. So you know, hiring someone that's at least local to your region is definitely preferred. When you do this initial research, at first you're going to be looking for an architect whose specialization and style match your project. You, you don't want to hire an architect who designs skyscrapers to design your vacation house. That just doesn't make sense. It's a different skill set. And while most architects are adaptable and can work on multiple different project types, there's a benefit to hiring someone who knows all the ins and outs of your particular project type. So if you're working on, if you're designing and building a house, you want to pick an architect that specializes in residential construction. Now, this initial search, it can be quite overwhelming Uh, As you start to look for architects, especially if you're in a major urban area, you're going to discover hundreds of architects. And of those hundreds, you might discover a, a handful that you like. And what I want you to do here, though, is I want you to take your time with this research. Pick a few of those architects per day and look through their website, look through their social media, look at their LinkedIn profiles. And as you work through this initial step... Keep a running list of the qualities that stand out to you. Maybe you find out that you're really interested in in energy efficient design. So you start to narrow down your research and narrow down your search for architects who have passive house experience or who have experience in designing those energy efficient structures. And, Maybe you find out you're drawn to a certain style or a certain palette of materials. Maybe you want to have a more modern house. So you look to architects who specialize in the modern architecture. Or maybe you are looking to someone who uh, specializes in post and beam architecture. So as you start to, to do this research, you start to narrow down these options of architects to those who have the uh, experience in the things that you, that you like. And maybe you find that it's more of an emotional connection to some architects. Maybe you find some architects that are like really dedicated to their families or some architects that love dogs and in some way that resonates with you. The goal here, though, is through all this research is to narrow down to maybe three or four architects who are experienced in your type of project, who have designed projects that fit your style and that you can see yourself living in. That's a big one. If you look at these architects' websites and you can't see yourself living in the houses that they designed, cross them off the list and then also look for architects whose personal style or their writings or their social media posts, something about them resonate with who you are as a person. The next step after you've narrowed down that list is to find someone that you feel that you can talk to openly who you feel you can trust and who you feel you can get along with. You're going to be working very closely with this person or this group of people for at least a year, maybe even longer. If you're designing a custom house, you're going to be revealing a lot of personal information about you, about your family, about the way that you live, about your routines, the things that you like, the things that you don't like. And if you feel that you can't get along with and talk openly with the architect that you're you're thinking of hiring you're just setting yourself up for failure now don't get me wrong though you don't have to become best friends um, but you at least have to be able to get along and I think that's so important not only with architects but when it comes to hiring contractors too Uh, remember Most people only get to design and build a custom home once in their lives if they're lucky. So make sure that you make the experience an enjoyable one. Stay tuned for more of the Home Design Academy podcast, but first I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Entree Architect. Are you an architect or an architecture student? You need to consider joining the Entree Architect Academy. Entree Architect is a blog, it's a podcast, it's a free private Facebook group that's just for architects and architecture students. It's a place of community to share ideas on how to improve and grow the profession. Becoming a member of the Entree Architect Academy, gives you access to resources and documents that you can customize and use in your firm today. In the Academy, there's monthly expert training sessions. Every single month, we have a new expert giving us training on something related to business of, architect- of architecture. And guess what? You get to watch all of the monthly replays all the way back to 2015. So that's a lot of information that you, and a lot of knowledge that you can gain just by becoming a member. Um, there's also mastermind groups that you can join i've mentioned this before but i belong to two of them and it's been a great help for me in running my firm i worked for firms for over 20 years before i launched n3 architecture and had i joined and taken advantage of all that Entre architect academy has to offer i would have started my firm years sooner so if any of this interests you if you're the owner of a small firm or if you're an employee who one day dreams of starting a firm or even if you're a student who wants to learn the business side of architecture that they don't teach you in school, I want you to go to n3architecture.com and then go to the resources pages, and there you'll find a link that will take you to the membership, membership site of Entree Architect Academy. That's n3architecture.com slash resources. Don't wait. Do it today. Okay, so now let's get into what questions should you ask architects. So you've done your research. You've started by doing a broad search of architects in your area maybe you came up with hundreds of results from those results you maybe narrowed it down to 10 or 20 of those 10, 10 to 20 you've taken a hard look at the style of their of their buildings and the style of their designs and you felt that you can see you, yourself living in them you've done your research on their social media and you feel that there's something that resonates with you something that draws you to them so you've then narrowed it down to three or four and these three or four in architects or maybe it's you know one or two even these architects you're going to bring in for a private conversation whether that's in your home in their office or even over zoom of course now in 2022 and these past couple of years a lot of these initial meetings are being done over zoom so you get into this initial meeting with the with potential architect and you don't know what to ask and you don't know what should be talked about or where the conversation should go. Let's just start off by saying the, this initial meeting will most often be cent- centered around you and your goals for the project. You, you're going to be getting to know your potential architect and they are getting, going to be getting to know you. Most architects are not just going to work with anyone who comes through the door or who calls them. So as you're vetting them, they're also vetting you to make sure that you're a good fit for them. And it's only when both the client and the architect are both a good fit for each other where they can come together. That's when you have the successful projects. So some of the things that you're going to be talking about are your goals for your project, your schedule, your budget. And maybe a little bit about how you live your life and how you live in your house. And that might spur on some uh, additional thoughts about about how the design can start to begin to take shape. But after all that, it's going to be your turn to ask some questions of the architect. And here are some that I think are pretty good to ask and and I recommend that you do so. First off, ask them how they work. What is their process? Ask them to explain things to you um, about each phase of the design. And while they're talking to you, while they're explaining this process to you, I want you to try to picture yourself going through that process with them. And if it's something that you can see yourself doing, ask them who's gonna be working on your project. If it's a sole practitioner architecture firm, then you're gonna get the principal architect involved in all aspects of your project. A mid-sized firm might have a junior staff member working on the design and the drawings who's being supervised by the principal architect. And a larger firm might have a junior staff member that's being supervised by a more experienced project manager who's then more being supervised by a, a project architect. So there's a little bit of a of a hierarchy there in in the, in the larger firms. So just need you need to know if it's anyone other than the principal architect that's going to be involved in your project you should ask for a follow-up meeting to get to know those people as well you want to get to know the people who are actually doing the drawings because sometimes there's some communication that's lost if you're just talking to the principal architect and then the principal architect is going back and giving the work to a junior drafter then it's you're not going to you might not get the same level of of communication and that's critical, uh, especially in the early phases. Communication is everything. I want you to ask them about energy efficiency, green building and building sciences and what their approaches are. So if you're looking for a code minimum building, just know that the building code is the cheapest, worst possible house that you're legally allowed to build. And that might be an issue. Some architects are knowledgeable in building sciences and the latest construction techniques and some aren't and you need to judge your own goals with the approach that that potential architect takes and ask them for examples. Ask them what their current workload is and how your project fits into their schedule. Ask them what is and what is not included in their fees. This might include things like structural engineering, mechanical engineering, spec writing, or providing photorealistic renderings. I want you to ask them how they will present the information to you. How will you see what your future house will look like, and how will you be able to tell if you're making the right decisions? Now, getting back to those photorealistic renderings, that's a huge benefit for homeowners uh, especially those who are not used to reading uh, the flat two-dimensional plans and elevations. So, ask them how they're how they're going to show you what the design looks like. Some architects will even build a physical model or have a 3D printed model. So, think about like what your knowledge level is and what your ability to visualize three-dimensional space from a two-dimensional drawing is, and. Weigh that against how that architect is going to present the design to you. Ask the architect what your level of involvement will be and how can you be useful to them in designing the house. For me, when I'm talking to to homeowners, I like to design things that are very personal to them and the way that they live. So the more information that they can tell me about their routines and lifestyle the better I can design a, a house that's custom to the way that, that they live. Other architects might just say what bedroom, what's the quantity of bedrooms and bathrooms that, that you need and I'm just gonna design something for you and you don't have really any involvement or say at all. And that's, I don't think is the right way to do it. Next, I want you to ask your potential architect what value they will bring to your project. And trust me, As an architect, this is a difficult question to answer. So don't be surprised if you get a generic answer such as exceptional customer service and high quality design. Hopefully you're gonna be getting that uh, no matter what. But explaining the value is a a question that, that some architects struggle with. So it's a good way to see how they respond and if their values align with your values. Of course, I know that you've been waiting for me to say this, and I know that you're going to want to ask them about costs, and that's perfectly fine. However, I don't want you to make your decision only based on cost alone. Remember, you're not shopping for a new TV uh, where you can compare the price of the the TV at Target versus the price of the TV at Walmart, and then it's the same TV, so you just buy the, the, the less expensive model. That's not the case when you come to a professional services. So when you hire an architect or when you hire any professional uh, service provider, you're buying their expertise. You're buying their process of design. And if you choose the cheapest often option, you're most likely going to get the worst result. So instead of approaching hiring an architect like buying a commodity, I want you to take the approach uh, if you are searching for the best possible trusted advisor. Someone who you know that you can work with and who will act as a guide to help you through this process that you've never been through before. But if you want a general rule of thumb of how much your architect should cost, I think budgeting 10% of your construction cost should be about right. Sometimes it's a little less if it's a if it's a simple project, uh, and sometimes it's a little more if it's something that's large and complex. So that's, but that's 10% is usually a a good, a good judge of where your architecture fees should come in at. Finally, I want you to ask your potential architect about the next steps. Oftentimes when I work with clients, they have these ambitious scheduling goals and It's because they really don't know how long the process can take and the shows that you see on TV have fooled you into thinking that design work and construction work can occur overnight or can occur very quickly. So oftentimes uh, a design for a custom house could take anywhere from three to six months and then the construction drawings for that house could take another three plus months and then getting a contractor on board could take a while and getting bids and getting the permits and the all the approvals all that takes a lot of time and there can be significant amounts of time that begin that can be lost between the steps or between meetings and if you have an ambitious schedule there's always There always needs to be next steps that are defined and talked about and agreed upon by all parties. A short-term goal and a long-term goal into getting you to where you want to be. So asking your potential architect about what the next steps are, how quickly they can get going, and how that fits into your timeline. That's going to be very critical as well. wraps up another episode of the home design academy podcast i hope that you learned something and enjoyed yourself along the way make sure you subscribe and leave a review on your podcast player of choice please visit n3architecture.com for more information email your questions to chris at n3architecture.com you can hit me up on twitter you can hit me up on instagram even if you just want to say hi you can just search for n3 architecture and you'll find me on all those social media channels if you're an architect or an architecture student, consider becoming a member of Entree Architect. Just go to n3architecture.com resources for more information. And on that same page, on the resource page, you'll find information on my five tips to getting started on your project and also information on the upcoming book release. So stay tuned for more information on that. Thank you very much and I will see you in the next episode.